Ho, ho, ho! Welcome back to the Dad and Rock Podcast. This is Sean. And this is Chris. Hey, we're back again. It's Christmas time. It's our Christmas episode. Christmas episode, Christmas cookies, Christmas lights, everything, Christmas Christmas music, if you like it or not. Christmas Uh, throwdowns. (laughs) (laughs) And parents of our age and others telling their friends what they're getting, not realizing their friends talk. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, I don't know. I gotta assume. Well, we'll get into that later. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've got. I mean, we've got the Dad and Rock Christmas movie throwdown still happening. We've uh, gotten through round two, and uh, I believe you have some results to share with the folks, don't you? Yeah, we do. Oh, now this one was fun. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation versus the Santa Claus. This really, uh, the line was drawn in my house uh, very clearly, and actually within my uh, myself and my in laws, my wife's side of the family because they're diehard uh, Santa Claus. Yeah. All about it. And uh, I was like, nope, National Lampoon. I even went as far as you guys have probably even seen it. My little my little campaign message that was endorsed by Chris, which I'm typically <laughs> not that creative, so uh, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it was adored by the people. Oh, I, lo- I, I still read it. I sit back and I'm like, man, <laughs> that, that came out of me? What? <laughs> But uh, yeah, the National Lampoon pretty much it, it took this one. It was, it was uh, one of our number ones. It's not too big of a surprise. I mean, it won sixty-two percent to thirty-eight out of you know thirty-seven votes. So uh, the people turned out for this one. It, and I don't know if it's National Lampoon that's turning them out because, but uh, that movie every time that has been in one of the actual choices, it's had one of the higher vote turnouts. Oh yeah, I assume that was going to be the case for National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's a juggernaut. Yeah, and I actually went through when I was talking to my mother-in-law about these movies, and she said she pretty much pegged, you know, our ages. But I was like, she, I was like 30, you know, American on 34th Street. Yeah. And, you know, these other older black and white movies. And I kind of looked at it, and I was like, the big difference between what we picked in, the, in this in the, uh, bracket is they're almost all comedies. Right. Some of these older movies, yeah, they're Christmas movies, but man, they can be depressing. There are some movies out there that I enjoy. I um, actually I tend to watch Love Actually. I don't know if you're a fan of that movie. Have you seen Love Actually? No, and your man card's been revoked. <laughs> Whatever. It's not a straight up romantic comedy. It's got Liam Neeson in it for Pete's sake. Um, <laughs> no, I can say I honestly have not seen that, and probably have no intentions unless Janessa, you know, you know, ties me down to a chair and says you're watching this. It's actually a good movie. It's a good Christmas movie, too. But, um, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, these pretty much all the ones, or most of the ones that we put down, besides maybe Polar Express and uh, Miracle on 34th Street, were all uh, comedies. Yeah, something you can smile all the way through. Yeah, uh, We were speaking about the National Lampoon's, how I 100% relate to the beginning of this movie. Yeah. Uh, with driving out, cutting down a tree. Uh, my wife's family, they used to call them the... the Uh, the Christmas diggers, because they would literally dig the tree up and try to save it each year. Uh, (laughs) Never to any success, which is a, I get a kick out. So I'm watching this car drive back with this big tree on it. And, you know, a family upset because, well, dad went nuts trying to get in this tree. And then them driving home, and I can just see my in-laws driving home with this tree on top of their their minivan and, you know, trying to go ahead and successfully replant the tree, which died every year. So 
Uh, it's it's hilarious how that tree kind of shrinks throughout the movie too. When they first bring it in, bring it in the house, it's ginormous. It, they, you know, he snaps the rope on it, it breaks the windows, uh, and then by the time it, it lights up on fire, it's kind of a normal sized Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, there's just a little bit of sap inside of it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had that one there. That like we said, that wasn't surprising. Actually, both of our results this week uh, really weren't very surprising. Uh, our number ones held up. Uh, Home Alone went ahead and went over a Christmas story. This yep. one was a little bit closer, but, I mean, essentially the same type of breakdown. Uh, we had 59% to 41% with 22 voters, so not quite the turnout for the votes on this one here. But, I mean, still enough that we can go ahead and say this is a, a decisive victory. So, yeah, Kevin McAllister, once again, he's uh, taking out his uh, rivals here. He took out Ralphie pretty uh, handily. This one was a little bit closer, though. Uh, Christmas Story was still getting some love at, at 41%. That was actually uh, a little bit higher than I, I thought it would fare. So uh, that one was uh, had some pretty good competition. Also, you thought that was going to be a little more of a landslide in the Home Alone's uh, kind of way? Uh, yeah, just considering where it was picked um, in the draft order and, and considering how it performed last week. But uh, a Christmas Story, once again, coming in to, to surprise me. I kind of took the – it took Elf out last week, which was a surprise for me, and it, and it did still did pretty well this week. So A Christmas Story, even though it's uh, – <laughs> it is uh, played to death each and every year, it's uh, still a favorite for a lot of folks. Yeah, and that's, that's basically one of my – traditions eight o'clock tnt they do the 24 hours of a christmas story and i catch it at least once on christmas eve yeah and then i go to my mom's house and they started me on it so it's on non-stop there so it's uh it's one i actually put my endorsement on as well which i knew it, it needed to push because if i was looking if, if i went to the living room today and decided am i going to watch home alone or am i going to watch a christmas story honestly i'd probably lean towards home alone Right. Just because you, you can't beat throwing bricks at people's faces and laying people's heads on fire. and yeah. You just don't quite get that same level of in a, in a Christmas story. I mean, the whole movie, I don't think I've even mentioned John Williams' score um, up to this point. I mean, it's it's hilarious, but it's also heartwarming. And the music in it is just, it like really puts you right in the mood. It's some of John Williams' best stuff, actually. And the guy did E.T., Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Jaws, and uh, he's got... A Christmas comedy to his repertoire, so it's that's <laughs> kind of amazing. Yeah, I just think of the the one like main like point of music that I remember every time from the movie is when uh, Kevin's running out of the church and he sits down and he's getting ready to, you know, set he, the traps for the house. Yeah, he puts his uh, blueprints out and makes his macaroni and cheese dinner. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even eat it because the the clock kind of goes off. He's like. I must defend this house. <laughs> uh, it's great. So I'm looking forward to uh, our final round, round three, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation versus Home Alone, both of our number one picks going head-to-head. Yeah, this is going to be interesting because these two pretty much cruised all the way to this point. There's been no real competition for either of them. Yeah, crazy enough, our, our final two were uh, our movies both written by uh, John Hughes. This guy was a genius. He did... Uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which I actually watch every Thanksgiving. Technically, it's Thanksgiving movie, but still counts as the holidays. Uh, it's pretty close to being on my list, actually. It's one of my favorites. Um, uh, Uncle Buck, which is a favorite of mine, Weird Science. So, yeah, he did both Home Alone movies and Christmas Vacation. So, uh, give it up for John Hughes. Yeah, you can't beat that. Look at that. It's, uh, actually, I didn't even know that. I mean, I'm learning something here this evening uh, with us recording <laughs> here that John Hughes had a hand in both of uh, these holiday favorites of mine going to be uh, Kevin McAllister versus Clark W. Griswold Jr. Okay, so uh, now that we have our finalists here, 
go on Facebook. I mean, they're going to be up. We're going to have it up uh, for at least five days or so to go ahead and get you guys out there and vote. Uh, share it. We want the turnout. If we can get 37 plus votes, you know, like just like the National Lampoon Christmas Vacation events, uh, the Santa Claus, that's awesome. We'll put it out there and we'll have uh, results on our next show to go ahead and uh, see who has taken our our first Christmas throwdown. Yeah, uh, let's uh, show up strong, guys, for round three. I know there's going to be some opinions out there. These are our top two movies for the year. And uh, let's see which one comes out on top. Uh, so vote for Home Alone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. We got it's all about the vacation here. No, it can't be nothing about a Home Alone. And, and don't be, uh, don't be indecisive. You know, what? pick it, go with it, select your movie, and then just turn it off. Or you know, send it out to your friends. Try to get as many people as you can to vote for the movie that you want to win. Uh, just for bragging rights here, I, I think uh, we need to get National Lampoon doing you know, the victory. Yeah, we'll so we can about. have a defending champion for next year. <laughs> Yeah, next year's and this was kind of fun. So next year we could either do uh, maybe like bad Christmas movies, or I was thinking maybe like Christmas specials, like you know Grinch, Rudolph, that kind of thing. Uh, I almost like the idea of having the bad ones. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, can we find like which ones are like hated the most, or like uh, terrible Christmas songs, or or something down those lines? <laughs> well, uh, I guess we'll figure it out in uh, holiday season 2020. We got a year to talk about. Yeah, we have plenty of time. <laughs> So it is Christmas time, and uh, Chris and I, you know, if you couldn't tell, we we kind of tell you all the time we're uh, we're been friends for a long time. We've actually been through uh, twenty six Christmases together at this point, uh, so we have some history there. We were we were uh, buddies when uh, we were still kids, and uh, I don't know. We we've had some times going through uh, you know some Christmas stories of our own. Um, our, our parents kind of uh, asking each other. I know my mom would, would ask you, like, hey, uh, what does Sean want for Christmas this year? Has he told you anything? Yeah, it was always fun because my mom would do the same thing with you. And not only yeah. would they ask us well, what they wanted, well, what each other wanted, yeah, but uh, they would tell us what they got us. Right. <laughs> Just I mean, trying to, like, you know, be be friendly with, uh, you know, with the kid. Like, hey, you know, yeah. Uh, don't tell him, but I got him this this year. Yeah. I remember specifically one year uh, you got a stereo. Yes. And your mom was like, yeah, this is what I got him. And, and inevitably, I mean, we were living in the duplex side by side on Mulberry <laughs> Street. And it was in a basement. So it was like, okay, there's only one place this can be hiding. And with your mom working, was it? I believe it was second shift at the time. Uh, we were home alone all the time. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which. Yeah, no exactly. Burglars. I mean, instead of throwing bricks out windows, we're throwing pennies, which was a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, we'll bring that up another time. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we, we would start the hunt. I mean, every kid that is, you know, between, you know, 10 and 15 almost starts the hunt. They, they want to know what they're getting, regardless if they have, you know, their belief is still there or not, which you want to, you know, as a kid, you want to hold on to that as long as you can. Sure. But you want to find out what you're getting. And then by the time... We were getting older. We were mastering the element of surprise. Yeah. Like, we would absolutely know what we're getting. And we're like, oh, whoa! To the T, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we told you guys a story about opening up the video game and playing it and then, you know, rewrapping it and putting it back. I mean, we've got, we got so good that 
it was almost getting stupid. It was almost not even fun anymore because there was really no danger to it because we knew we've mastered it. Yeah, it was, I mean, we couldn't help ourselves. I mean, talk about spoiler alert, kind of spoiling Christmas morning a bit. But, I mean, he he knew what I was getting. I knew what he was getting. There was just, you know, there was no stopping us from, from telling each other what we were getting for Christmas. And I don't know why our parents never really caught on to that. It must have been our, you know, our... The way we showed it, like a surprise Christmas morning, that they really never it never dawned on them, and yeah. we must have never slipped up. I, I mean, I, no, I don't think so. I think we did pretty good. Wait, are we just um, amazing liars? <laughs> we learned at a very early age, and we were like, "Yeah, awesome! Yeah. <laughs> That's what I always wanted." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you, it's funny. You bring up that stereo. That's actually one that I, I remember quite a bit. It was the old. Uh, I can't even pronounce the brand name. It's A I W A Awa Iwa. I don't think they're around anymore. But uh, I, I think folks of, of our particular age, who were teenagers around, you know, the late '90s, I think we all had that uh, three or, or five disc changer stereo mm-hmm. that you would that would be sitting on top of your shelf, um, and you know, so you can blast the radio or, or whatever. I think we all kind of had that at that age. Yeah, it had a turntable CD player in it. Yes. <laughs> there would be loud as heck changing between discs. It would take forever, and you would hear the kerchunk, kerchunk between. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that, that was pretty fun. I mean, it, the ones that we didn't actually find out, I mean, were the ones from relatives. I mean, that was pretty much when our surprise was there. So we, we figured we can uh, we can spoil ourselves for Christmas morning at home knowing that there's more coming. Yeah, well, I mean, gifts from aunts and uncles, it's, you know, you mentioned that, that there is a bit of a difference in our, our history of Christmas between you and I, though. Uh, for those who don't know, my birthday is on Christmas Day. Uh, Chris has a wonderful birthday on Flag Day in mid-June. Uh, oh, yeah, so. I celebrate Flag Day and Father's Day. <laughs> you know, as a dad, it is the best. I mean, even as a kid, it was an amazing birthday. But as a dad, yeah. what we do in my household is... On Mother's Day, my wife gets the whole weekend. Right. She sleeps in. I get up. I take care of the kids. This is how it is. With Father's Day, sometimes the way it works in my birthday, they're back-to-back weekends. Right. So I'll get like two weekends back-to-back that are just mine, which is uh, <laughs> which is awesome. But yeah, it's like smack in the middle of the month and in the middle of the year. So June 14th, boom. And then I got six months for Christmas, six months for my birthday. It doesn't get any better for that as a kid. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd imagine it is pretty nice. I had to wait a whole year between uh, <laughs> between gifts, and a lot of my gifts were combos. So yeah, yeah, uh, you kind of got the shaft, really, if you think about it. You, I mean, I'll, I'll get two things throughout the year, and you really get one. And <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it stinks, and I'm sure there's a lot of folks out there who kind of feel my pain. Uh, my wife actually is is one of them. Her birthday is on the 26th of December, so uh, we commiserate each year, but. Uh, fortunately, my daughter Verona, her birthday is June seventeenth, so it's uh, only a few days she away. She stole from my birthday weekend. If, if no one did. Did, don't really know us, what we used to do on that my birthday weekend <laughs> is I would go to Louisville, would have a big adult party, we all get trashed, and we we'll all yes. have a good time, and then we will all go to Denny's, and, you know, and yell at ladies for giving me the wrong eggs. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot of good times. It was an excuse just to have a nice uh, get together and party. Yeah, with, in the with middle friends. of the summer, have everyone down. Yeah, it was always That's a. Fun. Fire pit going, yeah. Yeah, then falling uh, out of hammocks. Yeah, you're falling out of hammocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was always fun. And uh, yeah, Verona came around, and you know, darn her for you know making us act like adults. 
I know. Now the best I can get is uh, maybe she'll go see a movie with me for Father's Day that weekend. But, uh, yeah, usually her birthday and Father's Day have been kind of falling on the same weekend. But uh, it's nice. It is nice to, to have kind of one kind of really big special weekend for, for the both of us, kind of a daddy-daughter weekend. So uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. But, Just yeah, our, it's one of those things of, you know, are we going to make the same mistakes our parents made? Because we're not quite the age where our parents were you know, at that time. Yeah. So are we going to, you know, is that going to find you know, a friend or two that's over all the time? Are we going to ask him and let him know? And then you know, all of a sudden he knows what he's getting. <laughs> are we going to repeat, you know, the errors of our parents? I don't I don't foresee that at all. I don't think that's going to happen because we're too, we know our own history. I'm not going to let that happen. <laughs> My lips are sealed. It's almost like I would be willing to like let slip where one may be hiding it may almost be like a dummy gift yeah and he finds something and is like oh i'm getting this and it's like oh no that's your cousins that's not even yours yeah. dude. <laughs> no that's a good idea so yeah of course we are adults now we have our own kids and uh kind of forming our own christmas traditions uh i i did want to ask you uh, and we're kind of forming ours as we go along here verona's kind of the perfect age she's five this year so she's really into the whole santa thing um, and she gets the whole concept, right? Well, the first few years, it's a little nebulous. But uh, what we've started to do is um, she gets gifts from uh, my mom or my mom, who always sends a, a big box full of stuff. So I, I kind of mark those and wrap those independently so she knows they're from my mom. Uh, and then she also has gifts from mommy and daddy that are wrapped separately. And then gifts from Santa. Santa leaves the gifts. They're not wrapped. He doesn't wrap them. So uh, is that well, He's got some lazy elves. <laughs> Uh, maybe the elves are just efficient with their time. I don't know. Yes, yeah, so this is where we, we differ a little bit here because um, my wife would, she always, she, she grew up and her family is more of a practical gift family. Yeah. And I guess what they did was half the gifts were from Santa and the other half were from mom and dad. And like Santa gave them the wants and mom and dad gave them kind of the needs. Uh, we went back and forth on this for a while. And it's like, you know what? For me, it's all from Santa. Everything from home is Santa. Now, we do visit other family members, and that's when they are from those family members. But there's nothing, per se, from mom and dad. Yeah. Everything is from Santa themselves. And, like I said, we kind of we, we, we went back and forth. And it was one of those, with her being more of a practical, you know, person for, like, the holidays. I, I look at it this way. Christmas is not a practical holiday for me. Yeah. It's like, you know what? If you need a pair of shoes, go to the store and get the darn shoes. Right. I don't want Santa's, you know, his little elves making me a pair of wooden shoes that are going to hurt my feet. <laughs> right. This is a strictly want type holiday for me when it comes to the gift itself. Yeah. I did set uh, the expectation um, pretty much pretty soon after Halloween where I, I kind of put the kibosh on getting her new toys um, when we would be out of the stores or whatnot. I, I did set that rule. You know, hey, we're getting closer to Christmas time, so no toys until Christmas. Um, I'll be honest, though, I've been pretty bad about keeping to my own rule. <laughs> uh, just tonight, we went to the mall to buy, um, you know, my wife uh, some Christmas presents while, while she was out. Um, and, of course, as we were at the mall, we, we walked by a kiosk where this lady was showing off some stuffed animals. Needless to say, Verona has a new stuffed animal uh tonight but uh yeah that's kind of a that's that's my own personal issue i'm dealing with <laughs> and that's what we do with as well we try to do exact same thing santa's watching santa's coming uh we don't need to get any toys now he's working on it for you you'll have plenty of gifts here shortly uh 
But I came home from work one day, and Zach's sitting in the living room, and he's putting together a Lego set. I'm like, dude, where'd you get that from? Mommy got it from me at the store because I was a good boy. Oh. What? <laughs> Sabotage. But speaking of that, there's a, there's an app on my phone that uh, one of his uh, ninja dads uh, showed me where he can actually get a call personalized from Santa itself. So my phone rings, the whole deal. And uh, he was sitting in the living room. And uh, I've got one of these like smoke detector, carbon monoxide detectors uh, in the living room. And there's like a black spot on it. Yeah. And we've turned them into uh, Santa cams. Oh. So the kids think at all times in their living room, there's a camera on them that goes directly to Santa. Oh, how about that? So along with the camera, we have um, Eli the elf, the elf on the shelf, showed up uh, yesterday. So there's two ways for Santa to actually get some information. And when Santa called, he actually mentioned him playing with Legos. Oh, boy. And I have never seen him light up and get as excited as he got at that point. It was amazing on how, like over the top he was and he was talking back and everything to him it was uh it was it was great yeah and just just that by itself was cool so just seeing that that joy right now in the holidays and you know in these in the little kids that we have it's a it's a lot of fun yeah they really do have some awesome things for for kids these days that that we really didn't have when when we were kids even um but uh yeah it makes me think of uh there is a service out there i think it's called pnp where they they make kind of custom videos where you enter in the kids info like hey they're in kindergarten they're a girl they're you know their name and it'll kind of customize a video just for them uh there's also the the santa tracker like the norad uh mm-hmm. tracking um i i tend to i used to do it with my nephews and i've been uh, gonna start doing it this year i think for for her uh where we kind of pull up the the santa radar on christmas eve and see where he is he's at on the globe yeah that's usually fun we usually pull that up uh, yearly i know uh, her janessa's parents or her dad will pull it up as well and go ahead and get that set up for the kids now it's gonna be a little different because we're gonna have so many uh so many kids young kids actually at her uh her my in-law's house because we're going to have my kids and then uh, my sister-in-law, Christina, her kids are going to be there as well. So we're going to have four kids under the age of like six, six and under. Oh, wow. Just kind of running around, you know, enjoying Christmas. Her her dad's really into it. The front yard's all decorated. Um, apparently, he's all into having a tree on every level of the house. So there's yeah. one in the, the living room. There's one up on the landing upstairs. And then there's going to be some t- some type of Christmas tree downstairs. They kind of joked about making it more of like a beach theme. So I was like, how about we get like a palm tree, you know, put some lights on it, put a Corona next to it. That'd be funny. Kind of like that, uh, that, that commercial that's been out there is basically as old as we are. Yeah. Uh, but just seeing that all the kids running around, all the food, all the family, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a good time. We eat, I don't know about you, but like tradition wise, I yeah. eat better on think uh, on Christmas than I do on Thanksgiving. Oh, really? Oh yeah. We wake up, we do our gifts and, uh, we kind of let it kind of simmer then. Uh, if I was at home, say my mom would make French toast and bacon. Uh, here, Janessa goes ahead and makes French toast and bacon, so we eat that. And then after we like kind of get moving, get a shower, get up and going, uh, we'll go to either my mom's house or this year my in-laws' house. And man, uh, he's gonna have a turkey, a ham, all of the, all these other fixings. It's gonna be it's gonna be a huge meal for dinner. So like, I just get to the point where I I can't move anymore. So I I hope I can eat. 
<laughs> yeah. for, th- uh, for Christmas because I couldn't eat that well for Thanksgiving. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, as far as what we do, um, uh, Christmas Eve typically has been kind of low-key at our own house. We don't really go um, anywhere for Christmas Eve. We kind of hunker down and, and wait for Santa to come, you know, try to get her to bed early. We make cookies um, in preparation. Um, and then uh, Christmas Day is the day that we typically travel. Now, before my daughter was born, uh, we would go to my wife, her aunt's house, who at one point, she only lived about two streets away, so it was pretty easy, and we would get up early. We would go about 5.30 in the morning, whether it was, you know, 20 degrees outside and snow on the ground. We would oh, still no, there's an like, 8 o'clock rule in my house. Yeah, I mean, uh, believe me, I felt the same way. So we'd get up super early, go over there, and I would just crash on their couch. Um, fortunately, though, even though my wife, you know, kind of wanted to keep that tradition, fortunately, since we've had our daughter, um, that's been delayed to more of a uh, brunch, lunch kind of deal, um, which is even better because her aunt lives farther away now, so it's even tougher to get to her. But uh, now Christmas morning, usually, you know, uh, my daughter wake up normal time, about 7 a.m. or so, and, uh, you know, I'll get my mom on FaceTime to kind of uh, watch her open presents. And, uh, yeah, it's usually kind of done and over with by 9 or so. And then we're usually getting ready to go head out the door about 1030 um, to, to go to my aunt's. And, and it's mostly the same thing, a big old brunch and then later some, some dinner-type food. So that's typically how we spend our day. Yeah, see, for us it's going to be a little different this holiday season because uh, Janessa's parents retired and they moved from St. Louis to this area here and it happened um uh last year but it was thanksgiving with her family and then her parents went on a cruise or something like that for christmas so uh they weren't there directly for the you know the day the 25th right uh, seeing that we have both families here so now we have her family and my family we figure what we're going to start doing and this is something big in my house uh i remember going to my aunt laney's house on christmas eve every year Right. Uh, my mom's side of the family would all get together. We would have like meatball subs and cookies and exchange gifts and do all of that. So Christmas Eve was almost just as big as Christmas Day was for me. Oh, yeah. And then we'll get up, you know, Christmas morning with my well, my mom, you know, immediate family. Then I'll go to my dad's side of the family and stay down in Marstown for like, the, you know, a large majority of the day. Now, see, what we're doing here is whoever's year it is for Christmas. So say this year is the, her family. So we would go to my mom's. I'm, I'm actually only working a half day on Christmas Eve. And I'm going to come home, get changed, and then we're going to go down to my mom's house. And we're going to you know, have dinner there, spend the evening there, exchange gifts. And then so Christmas morning, after we're done with our stuff, we'll go to her parents' house. So we have basically two you know, pretty, uh, pretty eventful days back to back. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, it's it's kind of ever-evolving, uh, especially when you have family members that are kind of moving around you. And I know you and I, we both have family kind of, um, you know, different parts of the country, too. you got family in Jersey. I have family in Jersey. And uh, it's kind of tough to coordinate once you're married and, and you have kids. Uh, those traditions that you have as a kid, it's really kind of tough to hold on to those specific ones. And you got to form new ones. But... Um, yeah, it sounds like you guys are going to have fun with uh, the in-laws kind of uh, in town this year for that. Uh, sounds like they go all out. That'll be fun. Yeah, they're actually looking forward to it. It's going to be the first time for the Christmas that they're going to have all the grandkids together. So I, originally they wanted to go ahead. And I, I don't think I don't know if it was so much them, but uh, uh, Janessa's sister, Christina, wanted us to kind of all stay the night there and all kind of wake up and do Christmas all there. 
I kind of put a little bit of the kibosh on that. I was like, you know, let's treat it the same way we would treat any other, you know, holiday. We're going to do our Christmas and then we'll come over type setup. Right. But, uh, I mean, all in all, I mean, there's going to be plenty of time for the, you know, for the kids to play. I mean, they're going to be playing with each other basically leading up to that as well. They're going to be spending a lot of time up to that uh, because, you know, they're out of school. And I think we're using like a vacation week at the daycare uh, just so they can kind of play with their cousins a little more because since they live in D.C., they don't see them. Uh, as often, they're seeing them a little more often than they used to, but uh, not like every other day or every yeah. a couple times a week uh, type setup. Yeah, so that's what Chris and I do uh, year to year. Um, you know, continuing old traditions and and trying to start new ones. What do you guys do for Christmas? I mean, what are some of the traditions that uh, you have Christmas Eve and, and Christmas Day? Um, what kind of foods do you eat? Um, what what did you do as a kid? And were you able to kind of hold on to those traditions that you had as a kid and and pass those on to your kids? Um, let us know. I mean, check us out on Facebook. Leave us a comment and uh, tell us. Uh, interact with us for Pete's sake and uh, tell us what you guys do for the holiday season. Yeah, I want potato guns and cornfields. Come on, I want videos. Give me good ones. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, right now we know that the the finals of the Christmas showdown here. Uh, throwdown, I should say, is National Lampoon uh, versus Home Alone. Uh, that will be up and rolling uh, by the time you're hearing this. Uh, let me see here. We also have you know, this new Star Wars movie coming out uh, on we Friday. Do? What? Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know what was happening. I, I was looking forward to going seeing Cats. I don't know about you. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, regardless of what we think, uh, we're going to be together. So uh, we'll put up something if it's uh, maybe a quick show that we just record that evening so you guys can listen to, or if it's a, uh, a Facebook, you know, a video, or or if it's something, you'll get you know our immediate reaction before we have a chance to actually uh, think about you know what the movie was. So you get our uh, knee jerk reaction. I'll put it that yeah, way. Yeah, we'll still have the uh, euphoria of seeing a brand new Star Wars movie. I'm sure we'll pretty be pretty positive on it. I don't know. Uh, you know, we kind of did the same thing last time around with the Last Jedi, and uh, I mean, Last Jedi is kind of infamous currently with its reaction and its divided fan base. Uh, some folks love it. Some folks really do not love it at all. Um, it, we kind of watch felt- it again before uh, I go see the new one. I got to find time yeah. to actually power through. Maybe the the last two. Yeah. And uh, seeing that today is uh, well, today's Tuesday, and Mando comes out tomorrow. Yep. Uh, I'm running out of time to do this. <laughs> I know. I know. I specifically took the day off Friday. It's going to be Star Wars Day. Uh, I think I may just um, watch at least um, the Last Jedi, possibly the Fork. Force Awakens as well, as I uh, wrap some gifts and prepare to head up to uh, your neck of the woods. But uh, yeah, that's going to be a fun time. We're also uh, finishing up our Mando cast. So we have this episode coming out tomorrow. Then we have one. They're skipping this Friday. Uh, to basically go ahead and not have both of their Star Wars franchises kind of uh, competing uh, competing with each other. Yeah. Uh, they'd rather beat up some cats. Uh, <laughs> but uh, lastly here, I mean, you know where to find us. Uh, you know, Facebook, I mean, when it comes down to where you can find our shows, pretty much all the, the, the podcasting platforms, uh, the holidays are here. You know what? Let all your friends and family know. If there's anyone out there that doesn't know about us and uh, hasn't caught the virus, uh, go ahead and help us spread it. Don't wash your hands. And They're gross. <laughs> hey, man, it's flu season. Wash your hands. <laughs> and, uh, I mean... I'm at uh, you know Chris at dadnerock.com. You know we have Sean here at dadnerock.com. We have our emails. Uh, shoot us something. 
you know, if it's a funny meme, if it's a if it's a Christmas story, if it's if it's anything that you don't quite want to put all on Facebook, but you kind of want us to talk about it a little bit, yeah, uh, we can be discreet. I mean, that's kind of one of those things that uh, we can do for you, but we, we want you guys to participate as much as you can. Yeah, stay tuned uh, to Dad and Rock. We're going to be back next week with our Rise of Skywalker review. We'll talk a little bit about that. And, uh, of course, we'll talk about uh, the, the final uh, results of round three of the Christmas movie Throwdown 2019. Christmas uh, vacation. No. Nah. <laughs> I can't really sing the Home Alone theme. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's pretty much what we got for you guys tonight. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I said, reach out. We'll be happy to go ahead and uh, you know interact with you guys. But I think this is what we uh, we draw the line tonight. So this is the uh, Dad and the Rock podcast. Uh, I think signing off. We'll see you guys next week.